Be'ezres Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue what we are learning, the holy letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12. What the Shir is in the Schus, Rufur Shalema, the Hinder Bastaba Rachel. We are learning that the act of charity brings peace. And the inner obsession with charity brings a guaranteed tranquility, a guaranteed never-ending and everlasting tranquility. We are going in deep into the difference between activity and obsession. And deep into its body, its opposite, its expression, which is the body of charity, unleashes peace in the world. And the inner obsession unleashes a dimension and a reality that's tranquil, never-ending, and everlasting. We're going deep into this idea We are explaining that in order to understand this enormous concept, one must go back to the beginning of creation of the world to see the entire creation in its entirety, which is that God created man And to create man means to create God, to create man in God's image. And to understand God's image, we have to understand when we look at a person, man or woman, what are we looking at? What is the meaning of the person? What is the meaning of the person's existence? To ask that question very deeply is to begin to comprehend the enormity of the revolution that he makes with this parak, with this letter, which is to ask on a deeper level why was I created? What's my mission? But in general, what does creation look like? What's the novelty of this world? What is the essence and the inner dimension of creation? When I look at anybody, my spouse, myself, in the mirror, my children, and I look at everybody and I say, what is the meaning of Adam, of the first human? What is the meaning of human existence? God created man in the sixth day of creation. What's the meaning of that? And God created man that was in God's image and he contained everything that is in this world. 
He contained all the energy of the world. What's the meaning of that? This is a very enormous question because when you get the answer to this question, it radically transforms your life. The answer alone makes an internal change in a person. Because when you look at man, there's man, there's the human being, and there's the meaning of man. When you say, what is the meaning of man? What is my meaning in this world? What is the purpose? To look at man, yourself, your spouse, your children, and everybody around you, is to see humanity. But to ask the meaning of them, the purpose of them, the purpose of the existence, is to go beyond the body and to tap into the ten energies that they have. The meaning of something is not only its significance, but it's deep inside. What are they conveying? So we look at a person and you say, oh, you know that woman? Oh, you know that man? Such a good heart. Such a good heart. Of a heart of gold. And let me tell you what happened. And they start telling you, rattling your stories of 15 years of kindness and generosity. But when that man or woman were born, was it enough that you would say that they have such a good heart? You see this child born and you, you have divine inspiration. You could tell the future. You have astrological understanding. Is it enough for any parent? Is it enough for anybody to look at the child and say, wow, what amazing heart I know this child's going to have? Is that enough? Or does that heart have to mature and does that love have to express itself in a story? In storytelling ability, meaning in life, in vivid animation. Told us Adam, the children of man, means the story of man. Understand? Children, story, extrapolation, time, space. This is life. Life means the revelation. So when we look at that child, the revelation of the heart, the heart cultivation, the heart expressing itself, the heart generating this love. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, whether you're a man or woman, you want to know what your right side is? What are you looking at? Your chesed, the right side of your heart. Is the idea of love. Where do you get this love from? The love that we're talking about in this child that's born. We say, wow, we know this child has such an amazing love in them. Where is that love? Even when they're a child, before you can see it. That's the idea of love. The meaning of love. The meaning of love sits with this child in his heart. It's a very deep idea, but when you get it, the light bulb goes off in your head. 
is the potential for love, the concept of love, the feeling of love, the energy of love. That is already there when the child's born, but there's no heart yet that's cultivated. Even if nobody's a future teller, even if nobody's an astrologer, even if nobody has divine inspiration, even if they don't know about this child, but one day if this child grows up to be the most kindest, most amazing human being, we will all acknowledge that that potential for that lied in the child's birth. And in that birth, in that moment of birth, the whole energy of that love was sitting in the child's heart, that little heart that was pumping, ready in his mother's stomach or her mother's stomach when they were a little tiny baby. Because the potential for love was there. The meaning of love, the concept of love, that's all there in the right side of the heart. Because that's where the beginning of love is. The beginning of love is in the right side of the heart. The meaning of love, the idea of love. But where is that love? It's an energy of the soul. It's hovering. You see, you have to see this with your mind's eye to get the depth of what he's saying in this parak. To understand the essence of compassion. When you look at a child, when you look at an adult, when you look at husband and wife, they marry each other. They say, oh, he has such a good heart. They say about her that she has such a good heart, such a kind person. How did Eliezer choose Rivka? He tested her heart. In order to marry Abraham Avinu, Abraham Avinu, and I found Abraham Avinu's heart pure, honest, trustworthy, trustworthy. I found it trustworthy. I could rely on this heart. Hashem said, I tested him and he showed me time and time again that his love is real, that his devotion is real. It's not superficial. It's not masculine energy. It's, it's real. Shloim HaMelech had a dream and God asks him, what do you want? Says all the Mepharshim, says the Medrash, God knew what Shloim HaMelech was going to choose. Not because he knew what he was going to choose, because he knew the product of this child. He knew the energy of Shloim HaMelech, but this story had to extrapolate itself so you can say, when you're tested, then your potential comes out. It's not enough. If the concept is enough, if the idea is enough, and we don't need the story. I get the idea. Don't tell me the story. A lot of people say that, but it means it's, it's silly. It's such a silly thing. I get the idea of your life. Now you don't need to be born. I get the idea. I get the purpose. I get the idea. Getting the idea is a masculine mistake. To get the idea and after the idea, not having the idea cultivated means that you never got the idea because to fully get the idea, the idea has to come down. You have an idea in business. Is it enough for an idea? You have to bring it down, build the business, make the product, sell the and see the enormous contribution to humanity and the enormous wealth you're going to make off the idea. We have the idea of, of Avram, the idea of Shloim HaMelech. But then it plays itself out in the story. In details. Then in those details we see. 
And therefore, Eliezer goes to Yit to Rivka and he finds, he tests her because he wants to see if her heart is capable of holding Avram Avinu's heart, which is in Yitzchak. And Rivka surpasses the test because in actuality, the idea of love that had, was in her heart when she was born came out into fruition. The, the energy, the power, the potential was revealed, came out. The purpose of this humanity, the purpose of this world is that there should be revelation of the whole right side. That there should be told us, that there should be children, that there should be storytelling, there should be expression. The idea of man, your idea when you look at yourself in the mirror, when you wake up in the morning, you're just an idea. Yes, but you're still asleep. What does it mean you're still asleep? It means your right side and your left side haven't married. Your right side is, is not your physical right side. It's what does your right side represent? Where is the soul energies in your body? Where is the soul of love? That's on the right side. So when you look at a person, you see their left side originally. Because what you're seeing is the left side. Even if you're seeing the right side, you're seeing the body. And you know how enormous the body is? It's not just the body, not just the torso. But beyond the torso is a heart. And beyond the torso is blood cells and pumping and oxygenation. And the deeper you go into a person's heart, the deeper you are going into gvura, you are going into the organ and every angle of the organ, which is gvura. And that's why gvura is a funny word, most misunderstood word in Kabbalah. When you look at a man and you say, wow, such a good heart. What are we talking about? When you say good, you mean the right side. When you say heart, you mean the left side. So anytime you talk about a person's heart, you're actually not talking. When you talk about the physical heart, you mean gvura, you mean the holding ability of that love, the generating ability of that love, the narrowing down, the pushing out the blood into every organ. So if we were to strip the meaning of the heart with the actual heart into two, we would get the heart, the physical heart, and we would have the meaning of the heart, which is love. Do you understand the enormity of this? Ten energies of God, infinite energies, God's wisdom, God's love, infinite love. It's going to be expressed through me and you. Through our physical hearts. Because we represent Chava, we represent Eve, we represent the woman. We represent the collective Knesset Yisrael, the collective feminine consciousness. We represent the heart of God. The love is God. The love of God. The kindness of God. That's the energy of the world. That's the energy of my life. That's the heart beating, that's pumping, that's indescribable. It's what runs through the veins of everybody in the world. Primarily the Jewish people. That energy is God's energy, narrow down energy. 
Where's God's love? Where is his kindness? Where is his infinite kindness? It's trapped in me and you. You understand? You understand why we were created all in God's image? The whole purpose is that God's love should be revealed, expressed, cultivated, birthed, held. God's love should be held. It should be revealed. The idea is not enough. The idea of love is not enough. So if you're a man or a woman, on your right side is the idea of love. On your left side is your actual heart. So right and left is really misnomers. You can't really even talk in this language. There's the soul of love, the idea of love. But you, wherever you look in the heart, you'll never find it. But everybody knows a heart generates love. And then there is the love that comes. It's born from the heart. So there's an idea of love. There's the physical heart. When the idea of love and the physical heart work hand in hand together, gvura, the strength, which means the heart, in this case, the organ, will cultivate and generate and give out that love. So anything that's given out in this world is given out through organs. So organs means gvura. My brain is my organ, is my bina. And the concept in my brain the idea is my chokhmah. So we have over here chokhmah and bina and chesed and gvura. One represents the soul of the man, of the concept of man, of man, of man and woman. And the other represents the body, the organs that are going to hold it, the organs that are generated, the organs that are going to cultivate it. And in this world, we have something enormous going on. Which is that God wanted Chesed and Gvura to marry each other. My heart on its own does not love, doesn't know about love. My heart on its own, let a heart run loose. And you'll have lust. The eyes of your face is the heart in your face. Where the intelligence is beyond your forehead and the eyes and nose is the heart. The eyes and nose control the heart. We all know that the right eye is the right side of the heart and the left eye is the left side of the heart. And the nose is the oxygenation that represents the lungs and the heart. So when you look at a man, you see Zayar Ampin, you see the small face. The first face is a man in your face. You have a walking man in your face. And that's why it's so beautiful a face because it has everything. It has these 10 energies. But the idea is to marry the right side of the heart and the left side of the heart. That a heart on its own, looks like it's lusty. I want to take, I want to get, I want to have for myself. Because the literal heart on its own, when it's asleep, it's getting energy from the food. When the heart is getting oxygenation, it's getting all the time. It's going to get blood, going to pump blood. But when you go deeper into the heart, what is the essence of the heart? Is it just to take blood and give blood to the rest of the organs of the body, up and down, or in and out? You understand the difference? Up and down. The heart is doing up and down. 
But that's selfishness. That's for yourself. But in and out, what does in and out look like? In and out is love. The generation that the heart, the heart can't give anyone blood. You can give yourself blood. And in that space, it's very selfish. The heart is doing it without asking you any questions, without your permission. The gvura, which is your heart, the gvura, which is your whole entire organ of your heart, will pump blood all the time, will give measure for measure, every little detail. Your eyes will get this amount of blood and that, and nobody's asking your permission. It's going to happen while you sleep, while you're walking. Billions and trillions of atoms will go through of blood cells will go through your heart and will pump to all different parts of the body and the left side of the heart is pumping and the right side of the heart is taking oxygenation, fresh blood. And chesed and gvura in the physical heart are working hand in hand to make you alive. And then the deeper you get into that, you see when you wake up, how can I fulfill all my passions, all my lusts? But that is a heart that's asleep. That's a heart that's connected with the nochash, that's connected with the ego, that's connected with your separate sense of self, that's connected by the body. But what's the purpose of the body? What's the purpose of this heart? To give an infinite kindness to another person. To be the vehicle and the vessel with God, the infinite God, the infinite kindness, the infinite heart could be revealed in your heart. What does God's heart look like? But God is infinite. He's the energy of the world. It's beyond time and space. God's love is unimaginable, unattainable, untouchable. It's known as the Rusa Deliva. The will of my heart, the core of my heart, the quintessence of a Jew is deep inside. Like we just heard. Hundreds of people testified that they were not religious, but they screamed Shema Yisrael Hashem Aleichinu Shem when they thought they were going to die. They didn't even know where it came from. That's the core of every Jewish heart. It pumps with blood from God. Because the physical and spiritual energy, the makeup of the core of your heart is God's heart, God's kindness. But God wanted his heart to become real in this world and it comes real through us. You understand? We can live a petty life and obsess and eat food and tasty food and we can live a petty life where we even our spirituality, whatever we have is just to grow. Or we can get in touch with God's heart where our heart becomes a vessel and a vehicle for God's heart. For the infinite kindness, the holy Kabbalist explained that God's heart, God said, my heart, I had no, nothing to do with kindness because it all came through Abraham Avinu. He was so given over to my kindness that my kindness became his kindness and my kindness was revealed through him, which is what I want with humanity. I want these 15 million Jewish people to be my wife, to be my opposite, to be my mirror. That my heart should be their heart. But I'm on the right side. It's an idea. And that's why if you're a man or a woman, the right side is your idea. And if you're primarily man, if you're a man and you're white, then you're more the idea. She's going to narrow you down. And to see this all the time, and to see the enormous significance of chesed filling up gvura, to realize this, when you're selfless, you've touched the divinity, you've touched the heart of God, you have touched kindness of God, you have done touched the idea of man, the meaning of man, and you've made that real. Do you understand what that means? You think you did something insignificant, you gave a coin to charity, you've made peace, you've made the purpose of this heart was not so it should glutton, so it should be on its own. This heart is so it should really bring God's spirit into every organ in your body. 
And when you take a poor man that you never saw before and you give him a hundred dollars and you give him a hug or you give him love and you feel his suffering and his pain, you understand your heart became God's heart. Because you have transcended your selfishness. You have transcended Gvura. Gvura became Chesed. And in that space is Rachamim. This compassion of God. Where my Gvura, my heart, my physical heart, my limited ability, my judgmental ability has unleashed an overflowing of consciousness, an overflowing of infinite energy. Because did God just want a heart? Did you just want your baby? And say, oh, he's going to have a good heart. Or do you want to see that heart come to the most tremendous fruition? And when he's tested by a poor man, when he's tested, he gives an infinite energy, which means that he tapped in this heart. This person's heart is unimaginable, which means that it's a godly heart. He's touched, he's unleashed the foreskin of the heart. He's unleashed all the corruption, the blockages in the heart. And now God's heart could be revealed in his heart. God's kindness, the meaning of kindness, the infinite kindness could be revealed through him. So to see this enormous idea and to understand that the act of charity is peace. Do you know what type of peace? Peace between my body and my heart and peace with the idea of my heart. Peace with my right side, peace with my left side, peace with that person. He, that person represents full gvura, just a heart. He's wishing he's poor, he doesn't have. But when I go out above and beyond and I become selfless and I generate an infinite energy and I give him kindness, I bring peace into the world. And if I obsess on this, then I've released the core of God's heart. Which is hashkit It's a never-ending, everlasting kindness, and it primarily affects me because I become a spiritual being, because I become more godly, because my ego has its place, because there's a complete split between the meaning of man and man, and the meaning of man becomes revealed in man. My right side becomes revealed in my left side. My wisdom becomes revealed in my understanding. My kindness, the idea of kindness, becomes deeply revealed in my heart, and I'm not selfish and gluttonous and lusty. And I'm eliminating the whole chet itzadas. I'm getting in touch with my divine image. I'm getting in touch with my creativity, which means kindness, which means compassion. And that space, to do that from a place of gullus, to do that in a place of nature, to create the miracle of kindness, of compassion, to be able to live like that now, to choose to live like that. Not when everyone's going to live like that in the Messianic era. That's what he's saying now in this peric. To live like that now, to make that your obsession now, to see the whole entire Torah as a panoramic view of the meaning of man, to be revealed in man, which means for God to become real in this world. I want to be real in this world. That's what God said. I want my love to have a real, to have a tolda, to have a child. I want my love to be extrapolated, to be forever, never ending, everlasting. My kindness, you know my kindness, but... Where was it? Where's the organs to hold it? Where's the gvura to hold it? How could that gvura be full of chesed? How could that physical heart be full of my infinite love? To have avas chinam, to have avas yisrael, the whole entire Torah, there's the whole purpose of man. That the idea of man should come into the heart of man. That it should become made real. It should be in the body of man. It should be a real idea. That the wisdom should become never-ending, everlasting, real peace, real in this physical world between man and woman, between man, father and child, between us and all of our community members, 15 million people should live in unison. And there should be, all the givers should be receivers and all the receivers should be givers and the heart should be ablaze with God's infinity, the infinity of God's kindness will be revealed in that heart. Where the whole entire Jewish nation's heart will pump together and will be one big unit, God and man together.
That is the purpose of man. This is the this is the purpose of everything. And to be able to see the enormity of that and to make it our life's mission now. That is the most magical thing in the world.